0: Welcome to Life Invites podcast, the place where you learn the art of finding your own rhythm because there is no such a thing like balance in life. I only believe in a good rhythm in your mind, body, emotions, relationships, soul, money, and time. I'm Cristina Popescu, the voice behind Life Invites podcast, wife, mother of three, mindset and holistic coach. And my only goal here in Life Invites podcast is to bring you information you need to get started, the motivation to keep you going and to cheer you up when you reach your goals. So please let me know in a comment below or in any other way, how can I serve you today and in each episode of Life Invites podcast and invite your friends over so we all grow and celebrate together. Today we have with us uh, Giorgio Buchauder, former soldier for 12 years. He has been in three missions, one in Bosnia and two times in Afghanistan. Currently veteran from the army, telecom project engineer and business owner. With his business, he helps military personnel, whether they have experienced trauma or not, to develop the right mindset to tackle trauma. Welcome in Life Invites podcast today, Giorgio.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Such an honor to have you. It's it's amazing how small is the world of uh, people who help people.
1: Exactly. Some, somehow we always connect.
0: Yes. And we find each other in one way or another. I, yes. Tell us about you, who you are, where are you come from and where are you going?
1: Well, uh, as you mentioned, my name is George Buchhauer. I'm 42 years old, my father and husband. Uh, I moved to the Netherlands in the year 2000 with my family, my mother and my little brother. And uh, by 2001, I joined the Dutch army and uh, stayed there till 2013. After that, I became a dad, got married in 2012 and 2014 became a dad and experienced some extra traumas during those periods. We we can talk about that later on.
0: Yes. Where are you coming from? You said you moved from From Curaçao, from
1: Curaçao, yes. You already speak Dutch
0: there.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It's a Caribbean island. That's a Dutch colony, so yes. you get Dutch at school. And my mother was a teacher, so uh, we had to speak Dutch at home.
2: You definitely
1: till, speak Dutch. Yeah, till we were, uh, I think, about six or seven. Then we we were able to choose when to speak Dutch or when not. But before that, uh, uh-uh. uh, always <laughs> Dutch in the house.
0: Yep, <laughs> I know that one. Always Romanian in the
1: house. Mhm.
0: That's our language.
1: Even though the whole island speaks Papiamento, because that's the native language, Mm -hmm. my mother was like, no, 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 you ain't got no future speaking only Papiamento.
0: True,
1: true. And she was right.
0: Exactly. Tell us about your um, experience in the army. Because I know now in your business, you uh, help people deal with trauma or prevent to deal with trauma Mm -hmm. as much Mm -hmm. as possible. Tell us, why did you choose to start this business?
1: Well, the reason I started it is because in uh, after my period in the army, because during during my time in the army, everything went well, because mm-hmm. you, you get your you got your friends with you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you uh, you talk about all your traumas and things you experience with your colleagues, never at home or uh, with your parents or with friends uh, outside the army. So yes. my time in the army was great. It's After the army, that things started to happen. When I I had to search for a job, Uh, the language people outside of the army speaks is a a total other language than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way you work with colleagues is different. So I had I had to adapt a lot, and I think it was uh, 2019 Mm -hmm. that I started having uh, that that it, it all started to come back. I had a lot of stress. And, uh, I was sitting in the attic working. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I started hearing sirens and, and helicopters and, and police cars. And somehow that triggered everything. And I ended up under the desk crying. Mm-hmm. So that was the time I started. I, I needed help.
0: It's amazing how trauma stays silent for years. And then all of a sudden, in mm-hmm. one second, just came up. It's it's absolutely exactly because
1: I was already five years outside the army, so it it was very strange. Yes. But the reason yeah. I started my business after yes. that is because the help I got, the help I got with the EMDR and the psychology stuff and all of that, yes. training the mindset, learning other patterns, learning how to reframe uh, the experiences, stuff like that, got stuck in my head. So I wanted to learn more about it. Till I got an NLP uh, course, I became an NLP practitioner, and then made a switch for okay, I can use all of this knowledge to help those guys. Some even before they experience a trauma, to create the right mindset, to know how to reframe uh, traumatic experiences, know how to talk about it, uh, know how to uh, refine, to reset yourself. So that's yes. that's that's my mission. That's why I started the business.
0: It's amazing how the most beautiful businesses and i have a lot of people coming life in vice podcast having starting a, a business out of their need and their way of solving the problem i think is the are the most beautiful exactly. business ever yes okay walk us thank you head. thank you everything you can um because I live with PTSD and I know there are a lot of triggers. So walk us the path of mm-hmm. why did you join, uh, join the army and everything you can say without getting triggered.
1: Why I joined the army?
0: Yes, why did you it, join? It,
1: well, in the beginning when we moved to the Netherlands, I wasn't planned to join the army. I, was, I, I wanted to finish my school. Okay. Because I, I, I needed one more year to get my finals
2: mm-hmm. and
1: to become uh, an engineer. So I wanted to finish school first, but somehow things didn't work out like we hoped they would. I had to wait a lot of time. I, I had to wait like uh, semesters, like like four months, uh, before I can start with group A, and then wait another year before I can start with group B, because uh, things weren't synchronized. The, uh, the, the, the teachings weren't synchronized
2: mm-hmm. from
1: Curaçao and the Netherlands. So I, I got frustrated. I, I wanted to, to, to go to school and do something. I, I didn't want to stay home and wait and wait. So my mother uh, said, so why why don't you join the army? You can go to school there and they pay you. So I said, okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's how I joined the army.
0: So uh, out of practicality, basically.
1: Yes. Yes, and, and, and after uh, talking to a recruiter, it, it, sounded, it, it all sounded good. You can go out, out on missions, mission, uh, you can get your education, uh, you can stay there, you, you get a room. You can, so it, it all sounded very interesting to me, so I didn't hesitate a second I joined.
0: You were a high achiever before, since basically since you were a child, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: So everything was like, okay. get my things done. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Don't 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 sit and wait.
0: Yes. Well, that's a good mindset. And what happened when you joined the army? Was it as you expected, or how was how was the training and the discipline that you developed there? How f- those things build you up?
1: Well, it, it was very funny because I knew they were very disciplinary, mm-hmm. but I already had that in me because I, I was a scout, mm-hmm. and uh, I already. Uh, I, I had a lot of groups, uh, I did a lot of sports, so conditionally I was okay mm-hmm. and mentally, I was mentally prepared for it, so it, it was great, it was everything I expected
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I, the only thing, uh, looking back, the only thing uh, wrong with all the training is they train you to become a machine, mm-hmm. to be able to switch off and do your mission, yes. but they don't train you to switch on back and become human.
0: Yes, you are the second veteran that say the same thing. Um, here in Life in Vice podcast, I have a friend invited. He's a veteran from the U.S. Army, and he said exactly the same. They train you to become a machine and switch off, but they don't train you to become a human again. Exactly. And that is
1: exactly
0: so universal. I see in US and, and, you know. and, and
1: the only the only time you realize that is when you get stuck and get help Facebook. for some people it's it's too many months too late
0: mhm or years exactly yeah yes so how was your experience um walk us a little bit through the trauma mm-hmm. When things happen what you can again what you can say and then um your way out of the army
1: okay When well, uh, the reason i got out of the army was because uh, I couldn't live with myself, knowing my wife would be pregnant and I'm on a mission somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or uh, I, my, my, my child just got born and I'm, I'm fighting a war that's not even my war. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't live with that frustration. So that's why I, I quit the army in 2000. We got married in 2012 and mm-hmm. I quit in 2013. And in 2014, she was born.
0: Your wife is a strong woman. So,
1: after that period, oh, yes.
0: To get married to oh, the yes. army guy. Ooh, she is mm-hmm. a strong mm-hmm. woman.
1: And she experienced uh, both uh, my last missions.
0: Whoa. So, she was praying day and night for you to come back. Mm-hmm. Alive. Alive. Exactly. On two legs.
1: Uh, yes. So And there's a lot of stuff happening over there. You can't. Talk about that you can say at mm-hmm. home. So you just need to sound happy and say everything is okay and you're doing great
0: mm-hmm. and
1: can't wait to get home and then uh, hang up and go to your room and cry.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Because war is nasty and Bosnia, as we talked before, the war it's the war, but rebuilding, as you said, it's just nasty. And I mean- yes,
1: yes. So about the trauma that came, that came a couple of years later, mm-hmm. and.
0: So when you were in the army, completely, uh, completely functioning, right? Everything. Yes, was perfect. yes
1: never Everything had a problem.
0: You, you yeah, basically yes. didn't feel the trauma while you were in the trauma field.
1: No, no, no you don't feel it. you Because because you, you, it's like you're trying to make fun of it, fun mm-hmm. of the situations.
0: It's a survival, survival mechanism, actually, to make fun of uh,
1: yes, it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, because those those are the things I talk about now uh, with other people. Like, I can imagine normal people sitting at a table talking about uh, their experience like, hey, do you remember the time uh, those bombs fell like 50 meters from where we sleep? (laughs) Or uh, how how many bombs we counted fell on our our camp uh, last month? Oh, uh, well, it was 20, 20 bombs or something. Oh, ho, ho, ho. You, I, I can imagine normal people just talking like that. And we were. We were joking about it. I literally saw a bomb fell like 50 meters in front of me. It, it didn't go off, luckily. And the car in front of me uh, was a colleague. The bomb went underneath his car. And wow. after that, we were like joking. Oh, you lucky bastard, this and that. So it's another world. You You live in another world, in a safe bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. you feel like you're invincible mm-hmm. even those scary moments they, they just trigger uh, uh, like drills in you N- never fear just mm-hmm. drills you know exactly what to do when to do how to do it but yes. the fear never comes it's it's only when you leave the army and you mm-hmm. got triggered by something and that's when happened? it all comes out
0: when you went in the, in the real world <laughs> and you said something about the language mm-hmm. of people being different how what that means different what means different how exactly
1: is this? One? Uh, it's it's like uh, let me see if, uh, a, a good example. It's like the army people like fishermen, and the uh, civilian people are like what kings and queens living in a castle. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 a, there's a different level of communication, different style.
2: Mm-hmm. Our
1: style is like more rough and and, and, and short, direct. Mm-hmm. And in, in the civilian work, I, 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 I had to explain, explain, explain. No, this is what I mean. No, this is what I mean. No, I think like, no, no. So I had to adapt a lot. And that was that was frustrating also. But mm-hmm. I, I managed to do that pretty easily imagine,
0: after all. Imagine, um, Netherlands, the Netherlands already speaks straightforward and short and clear. Imagine if mm-hmm. you in Romania <laughs> or any other <laughs> country, you would have... To- <laughs> every single word like translation of every single thing but exactly can be more straightforward than Netherlands. <laughs> I
1: mean,
0: in the army you are even more that can sound rude right when you come out of straightforward uh, thinking and e- efficient talking kind of yes out to the real humans let's say um can be can sound rude yes yes that
1: yes yes you, you sound like a robot They say you sound like Mm -hmm. a robot, you sound like you still sound like a machine.
0: And I can hear you when you go into the, um, not machine mode, but default mode. uh Uh-huh. I can hear you because I experience PTSD, but I imagine when people who doesn't experience PTSD hear you and me, it's like we really sound like humans because we have to deal with all the emotions uh, and shut Mm -hmm. down the emotions, right?
1: Yes, you have to adapt, yes.
0: And we are so adaptable. I mean, you more than me. Just one second of that adaptability. You you don't have time. Oh to yes, adapt. yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no. Nobody will notice. I I can switch like that. Yes. That that's still in me. Yes. No yes. problem at all. And deal deal with emotions later.
0: Yep. Tell tell me about the day when you got triggered, and then everything came out. So it was five years after you get out of the army, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seventeen years later from the day you started. Yes. Yeah, 17 years. That's a whole life.
1: Uh-huh. That's an old teenager life.
0: Yep. Almost adult. One more year, and here we have an adult. Tell me about the day. What happened when everything came back?
1: Uh, the first time, the first thing, uh, what happened uh, when I got triggered was I I got a flashback of everything bad I saw during the missions. The, the smell of burned bodies, the screams, the, the smell of gunfire, uh, the helicopters coming back with wounded soldiers, stuff like that. Everything mm-hmm. came by. With the and smell
0: and sound and everything, I, right? I, I,
1: I, yes, you can. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It, 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 it's like I was there again.
0: In all the and, missions at uh, once. That's the thing with trauma. That's yes. not one at a time. It's everything packed.
1: No, 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 no. It was, mm-hmm. it was everything. That was everything. So uh, I I got like really, really tired and and, and it it all happened like in two or three minutes. And then uh, I got up, I went downstairs and I talked to my wife about it and got help because I thought I said to myself, I I don't know what to do now. If this is the beginning, this heavy. Mm -hmm. So what's 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 next? And in the back of my mind, I had flashbacks about all the other colleagues of mine who committed suicide because of PTSD.
0: How many colleagues did you have who committed suicide?
1: I got like four who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And one of them till this day, nobody knows what happened or why it happened because he was, uh, that's the uh, the one from Bosnia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But he, he, he was a happy guy. He, he was a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was like a Friday night he, he texted me, uh, do you want to go out tonight? But we left like an hour from each other. So I I didn't feel like going out uh, that night. So I told him, no, maybe tomorrow. He said, okay. And on Monday uh, at work, I didn't hear anything from him on Saturday, Sunday. So it felt strange. And on Mm -hmm. Monday, uh, we were standing there and they told us uh, he committed suicide. They think he committed suicide. Mm -hmm. They don't know for sure because they found his body uh, uh, like uh, besides uh, uh, railways. Mm -hmm. And he, he... I don't know. This this stuff is too too hard for your podcast. Just
0: no, it's fine. Take
1: it out it's later. Fine. They found his body on one side and his head on the other side. So till this day, they don't know what happened, how it happened.
0: Oh, we know so- what happens when you go to the uh, train. Yes, we yes. We know. And you know, sometimes you mentioned that maybe it's too tough for the podcast. The reason why I started this podcast is because I was suicidal and I had. Pictures in my mind and plans how to how to end up and those those things our fears when we my fear when I tried to commit suicide was if I'm going to do it am I going to die or be handicapped for my, the rest of my life so it has uh-huh. to be sure and train
2: mm-hmm.
0: especially in the Netherlands is just fast in Romania you don't die by train it's just <laughs> too slow yeah but yeah. in the Netherlands you don't even feel it So Uh, if you get yourself to the train, then is the end of the road. Mm -hmm. And you you mentioned about about him that he was happy. That's the worst mask ever. Yes. I wear that Um, mask. No one believed me. was like, are you crazy? You look so happy. Yep, I look so
1: happy. That's the point.
0: And no one believes Mm -hmm. you when you are happy. And when when uh, people who experience trauma are too happy, you have to watch out. And watch them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: isn't it? When when the planet's over and you know how it ends, then the peace and everything is goes just perfect. Yeah. And in the Netherlands, the, the, suicidal rates it's big, anyways. With trauma or without suicidal rates. Yes, huge. it's
1: it's it's huge. Yes, More it's less. huge.
0: Yeah. And then?
1: Well, after the uh, that uh, after the triggers, I got help, mm-hmm. and uh, they did the EMDR. Yeah. I don't know if uh, I have to explain how that works.
0: Well, you can explain it,
1: it it's it's just basically uh, uh, you uh, uh, you you reactivate the trauma
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, relive the trauma and then you'll get uh, like distracted with uh, hand signals or sound sound effects yes, yes.
0: yeah Excuse basically me? basically you walk again through the trauma under the supervision and then through either mm-hmm. through eye movement, sound or hand move, movement, you detach emotions by the event. Basically create pictures of exactly. the event. And yes. You're,
1: you're, you're like refiling everything.
0: Yes. Refiling in the right order <laughs> without emotional attachment. Yes. Yes.
1: Without emotion. Yes.
0: And that was and so your that, beginning.
1: That, that helped me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That was the beginning. And mm-hmm. that helped me a lot. And... I think a couple of months after I came in touch with the NLP because I was searching for, I said, if this helps me like fast like that, Mm -hmm. how come nobody's helping other soldiers? Yes. So I started asking around and looking around and I found out the waiting list for help is like a, a year, a year and a half. And I know some soldiers on that waiting list and I know some of them who Sometimes have to get help immediately, so they they, they get. Uh, I, I can't. It's it's not locked up, but they they get taken care of for a couple of months mm-hmm. till they mm-hmm. cool down, and then they go go back to the society. But they don't get this, the the help immediately. Yes. It's it's like pampering them and taking care of them till they can get uh, special help.
0: Mm-hmm. And the the waiting list in the Netherlands is huge. It can be years.
1: Yes. And yeah when yeah. when
0: someone is suicidal you don't have ears and that that was the reason why I started my business to get help to give help before people can go to the next level of help it's like the pillow before you know when you take care of the yes
1: patient. yes yeah so that that's what I came up with during the NLP course I discovered mm-hmm. more uh, uh, things you can do uh, like uh, reframing Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, creating uh, uh, high pressure points, but that's yeah. another name in Dutch for it. Uh, 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 anchors, creating anchors. Mm-hmm. And and the reframing part I, I, I found very interesting because it's almost the same as EMDR, but yeah. it's just without the distraction. You're just reframing uh, the experience.
0: You're basically so I thought getting if I can powered. teach that... You basically empower people to nlp to reframe that is about the trauma you have to know what is going on with you because for years you don't know what is going on until you get triggered Mm -hmm. i remember i got triggered Mm -hmm. by uh, some thieves who tried to break in the house while i was in the house and then i just said well i feel like i'm naked on on the street and boom Mm -hmm. years came up it was like one second and you don't know what you, you don't know before you got triggered. And then you have to, the next step is to no, exa- yes. what is going on with you and learn living, basically learn how to live in now, because that's the question yeah, that came down exactly. okay, and what now I know I'm not yes. well, but now next, what is the next? And then that part of between knowing what is going on with you and knowing what to do can be really tough. If you don't find a quick and fast solution it can get you out of life.
1: Yes, and 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 I found out basically it, it's not even that hard. You you you, you need to want to, to do it. Mm-hmm. You ha- you 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 need to want to have to do. It. Yes, I, I don't I'm not sure how to say that exactly, but your why has to be big. Mm-hmm.
0: You need a reason and, to
1: live. Uh, a strong yes, mind. but you need to create the right mindset. You need mm-hmm. to know. Uh, what what your body is capable of, consciously or unconsciously.
2: Mm-hmm. You need
1: to know uh, what the consequences are if you don't get help. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I, I try to take them through a journey to create a mindset, to know how to do it to, and to understand uh, what what it does and how it's, how it works and then let them experience it themselves. And that's step one
0: and that's powerful when you think of when you are someone who experienced those things and you go and help Mm -hmm. people that are in the same place like you were it's powerful because Mm -hmm. there's the the thing you you walk first and then you teach and then it that is empowering you basically show them yes it is possible it's not just a fairy tale it is possible and here is how
1: Yes, yes. It's, it's it's not just just something uh, 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 somebody imagined or somebody thought about. it. No, it's 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 a life journey of somebody else who can let you experience the same thing he experienced. He he. I was also uh, standing where they are standing right now. And yeah. I went from there to where I, I am right now. So that's what I want to teach them. There is a way, there is a journey, there is a right path.
0: How it is to be normal human. Shall we call it like this? Yeah. How it is to be human again. Yes. Not a machine. You can still be a machine. That's the Consciously. Thing that's the thing with trauma and PTSD. You can always be a machine while you're as, as long yeah. as you learn how to be a human. You have both. But first you need to learn that's, how to... And
1: that's just, yes, the power to, to control that switch. That's the important thing. That's, yeah. that's the main, main thing. So how everybody can is... switch off. Everybody. Into... How not how it it all to... know how to switch on.
0: Yes. Yes. Everybody knows how to switch off, but not everybody knows how to switch on again. Okay. Tell us how it is to live mm-hmm. switched on. How is your life now?
1: uh like a roller coaster like 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 everybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: i i experience experience emotions i i know how to cry because mm-hmm. before that i was a machine you just know how to of cry. Just go.
0: okay tell us about
1: uh, yeah
0: <laughs> you are a guy an army guy and you cry Whoa. okay tell us about that
1: that's important yes uh, those those are the things i experienced during the nlp course mm-hmm. to to, to uh, get out of that bubble that the burst that bubble and, and 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 experience the emotions feel it let, see what it does to your body you're in a safe environment so let it happen mm-hmm. and After that, you will feel great because you gave it it space. uh, You gave your mind time to reframe things and to put them in the right order. Mm -hmm. And after that, you feel the relief. So when I experienced that, the first time it was hard because I was standing in the room with a lot of people. And I was like, hell no, I ain't going to cry.
2: Yeah,
1: I know that one. The second day yes the second day uh, i stayed in the back the third day i stayed in the back by the fourth day somebody just called my name and said now it's your time break
0: <laughs> stop hiding come <laughs> <laughs> take your masks
1: so, off <laughs> yes take your mask off now those, it's your time
0: those are the masks we used to wear before the mask was mandatory
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and we got experts. So sometimes when I hear people complaining about the mask, I'm like, what's wrong with that visible mask? You have already thousands <laughs> before. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yes. So you went in the front, in the front of the room and?
1: Yes. And told my story and uh, uh, what, what, uh, well, how, how, how it all happened and the, and the experience I had and broke down just start crying as a baby mm-hmm. but the feeling after is, is is the point the feeling of relief of uh, stress is gone uh, if yes freedom. freedom and it's 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 something you have to get used to it every time you experience something as uh, sad 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 emotions or, or uh, oh. uh, something uh, that's sad or bad if you just take your time, even if it's five to ten minutes, just sit, breathe,
0: give them think space. about what
1: happened, give it space, mm-hmm. uh, and don't don't stay in there. To yes. Figure out a way to what now?
2: Yes, yes.
1: But but you have to develop a strong mindset to be able to do that. If not, you you will get stuck in it and you, you will get down in that downward spiral. Yeah. So step one is always mindset. It's it's just the same like your your course. It yep. starts with the mindset.
0: Everything starts with the mindset because the mind and the way yes. we think influence the way we feel. It's not other, the other yes. way around. It's how we think. No, no. That's the tone for how we feel and choose and act and everything. Everything is. Yes,
1: way. we become what we think about.
0: Yeah, and tell me about the, the uh, happy emotions because I know with PTSD, it's we don't experience any kind of emotions because we are afraid of everything that feels like.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: could you joy feel? I mean could you enjoy your child for example or your marriage in the real way could you feel the joy now, now I can I, I,
1: I, I couldn't feel the joy I uh-huh. just lived the joy but now I feel and live the joy Yes. yes. now I'm and, conscious about the joy before that you just yeah happy yeah and go
0: yes it's like you know you are happy but you don't feel that you are happy
1: Exactly, you know and now you're you grateful loved. that you're happy.
0: Yes, you know you are loved, but you don't feel you are loved. Yes, and that's a painful experience to live—to know it your head, but your heart and mind never meet. That's a painful mm-hmm. experience, isn't it? And the good news is that there is a way to switch those, to to make those heart and mind to meet, right?
1: Yes, correct. And this
0: is, and this is what you do through your um, business, through your course. Tell us how exactly you help people. How do you help them? What exactly do you?
1: Well, do? Uh, the course is uh, it's a ten-week course,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, we go through the steps uh, military style, mm-hmm. like the uh, every military personnel knows what five W H or four W H means.
0: Well, translate for us, normal humans. The four
1: W H, WH, the four four Ws: uh, mm-hmm. who, what, where, when. Mm-hmm. And the age is how. Yes. So we'll start with who are you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who are you really? You look inside of you. Who are you? What uh, uh, find yourself.
0: That's a powerful. And then
1: yes, you have to start with that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, where are you now? And where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. Then how are we going to do that? Mm -hmm. And that's the uh, the the uh, the mindset, the powerful mindset training. Making goals from where you are, how are you gonna to go to how are you gonna reach your goals mm-hmm. and then there's a step when is it that you're gonna do this? yeah because some people get stuck at that point and say well i I want to, but i'm I'm not ready, so that's where we are gonna work on the mindset again mm-hmm. and trigger trigger them to keep keep focus and help them to reach the goals.
0: Yes, we don't feel ready to move through the trauma. We are. It's easier to skip it for a while and then go with it as yes. long as possible. But when you go through it, you really need to be ready and mentally prepared because it's nasty, right? Exactly. And if you manage to train the military personnel before they go to trauma so they know how to do it, that's powerful. You basically save their life. Yes. Yeah.
1: And you need to you need to tell me, okay I want to do it now,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then we'll do the last step the uh, the how but if you're not ready to do it, I can teach you the how because you're going to get frustrated and it's not going to work uh, your mindset is not uh, you, it's not in the right state of mind so yeah. you need to have success with every step all the way to the end
0: yes. Definitely. So you basically train them in the way they already know how to get trained. Yes. That's smart and powerful because you don't need to do all the work from the beginning.
1: No, it's just it's the same like going to a mission. It's the same principle. Uh, Before you go to a mission, uh, who is going? uh, What is the mission? uh, Where is the mission? How are we going to tackle it? So it's mm-hmm. the same basic 4WH four, four uh, four, four system. Mm-hmm. So they already know it. They already know the steps. It's just instead of a mission, they are the vision. Yep. They have to tackle themselves.
0: Yes. And the ones who manage to tackle themselves can tackle the world.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's going to create like like a, a, a change reaction. There will be some people in that group who think, hey, I can teach this too. Yeah. Those are the ones who are gonna help me build a community within the army.
0: Yes, to keep and spreading because you have a really strong um, sense of community and friendship. It's more than friendship Yes how, how is that in English? camaraderie, I guess right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: you have your back in the army. you, you really have your back like you can you rely on each other with life.
1: And, and something that's very true in the army, uh, when I was there, uh, there I experienced it at, uh, also. If somebody comes from outside and, and wants to teach us something from the army, we, we all would be like, dude, you, you're not even a soldier. What are you going to teach me?
0: Exactly. So, Who do you think you are? You have no idea
1: what you yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, what are you going to talk about? It? Teach me something about the army and you're not even a soldier.
0: that's that's funny to to even try to go to that that's a very strong
1: statement (laughs) yes
0: I can only imagine those no emotion face like what exactly yes you
1: know exactly (laughs) what I mean yes what are you going to talk about yeah right yes
0: it's the same way so
1: I I know (laughs) if if, if somebody from the army uh, want to teach this they they will listen to them because yes yeah
0: that's also a powerful thing you have in the army respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I just I still have in, in mind the picture of uh what exactly do you want from us? <laughs> <laughs> well, um it's it's absolutely amazing to see it, it's an honor actually to have you here on the other side because usually we meet people with living with PTSD and living with um struggling with it. But yeah. How it is for you do you think you already you are free of ptsd or it's something that will stay with you but you know how to live with with dignity
1: it's definitely something that's gonna stick with you i don't uh, i still experience it sometimes but i know now how to deal with it
0: so basically you don't get rid of ptsd but you no learn how no to I, live I
1: don't with. i don't yes okay. This you 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 now. you learn how to deal with the triggers because you you will get triggered eventually again
0: Oh definitely we have a lot of uh, police and ambulances and helicopters I got triggered oh, by yes the show. if
1: if even the fireworks in December were, were triggers but I I know how to 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 deal with it I know in my mind how how to to, to to tackle it.
0: Yeah, because sometimes the battle that we have those who suffer from PTSD is that we need to get rid of it. No, we Mm -hmm. need to learn to live with it. How
1: to deal with it, yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And how...
1: That's Yes, that's true.
0: How your transformation um, affect your wife and your daughter because they were with you in the process and your wife Mm -hmm. was there when you went through... The missions and then you came back as normal ish and then you mm-hmm. went through the hell and then you came out how is for her to yes. experience those things well in the
1: beginning uh, in, in the beginning uh, it was hard it was tough mm-hmm. but before i got my uh, triggers uh, we went through uh, two or three years uh, of hell ourselves because uh, after my daughter was born she ended up in the hospital in the IC uh, on a okay. ventilator. Mm-hmm. And it's like a month later she came home. And so I had to put aside my stuff to deal mm-hmm. with.
0: With a baby? I was basically.
1: a dad. Yes, with a newborn mm-hmm. and a sick wife. So I that didn't have stressful. time to deal with my traumas. So exactly. we had to tackle hers. Yes, yes.
0: That's, you were basically and in another mission. You came out of one and you went yes. to another one.
1: Yeah. So it was very easy for me to switch off mm-hmm. because I was still in that switch on switch off mode. So I, I was, I was able to switch off very quickly and easily.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: she, she had uh, EMDR also because of the traumas she got. Mm-hmm. you can imagine your baby is born and you you saw your baby uh, once or twice and uh, ended up in the hospital and ventilator for a week. Yeah. And had to stay in the hospital for another two weeks to, and then come home and not being able to do anything with your child.
0: Yes, that's traumatic. So
1: uh, her trauma, in my mind, her trauma was 10 times bigger than mine. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I didn't had to need to deal with mine. So after she got EMDR and, and then yeah. after she got her, her trauma take, taken care of, she started to rebuild herself. She started mm-hmm. blogging. And mm-hmm. after that, we had to deal with the news, no kids, no more, because her body can take it. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot going on before I got triggered. And mm-hmm. I think those those were the last drops to, to uh, in the bucket, like they say.
0: Mm-hmm. When it was personal, when it was about your yes. life and your family, and it, it hits you, then it's just too much.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. it it all became a little too much
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so, I think that's when I, I was in the attic by myself working no music on, and it was all quiet and I think mm-hmm. that helped trigger everything
0: yes that's the thing with trauma when everything is peaceful when the the world is over and the peace is already there after a while starts
2: mm-hmm.
0: so for all the lis- listeners um we want to tell you that if you went through trauma doesn't matter big or or small you don't have to go to war to have trauma or be almost no it close can to it there. can be
1: little things it can yes. be little things
0: little things like see an accident or yes just be there when something happened like i was when there was a shooting you don't have to be the the victim but you you can see or experience by seeing but please tackle your trauma before it takes over you Mm -hmm. and and asking for help before at the beginning it's easier to tackle than after a while when get settled and get wired in your brain
1: that's very true
0: so we want to encourage people go and get help and getting help doesn't mean that you're crazy but you will get crazy if you don't get help
1: getting help means you care about yourself
0: yes yes and i know it's still a lot of stigma on mental health we don't talk mental health we don't do mental health we don't ask for help or if we do we don't go public but the reason why life invites podcast is here is to tell you over and over and over and over again go and ask for help you are not crazy when you do that but again no you have the potential to get crazy if you don't after after years
1: yes the consequences are uh,
0: immense huge huge and we sometimes underestimate our mind mm-hmm. strong but when gets weak and get out of the rail it's out so we yes. need to I, I cannot stress enough that i think we need to speak loud. I, I
1: think a lot of people has the the, the wrong perception of uh, mental health
2: yes yes
1: it's like uh, when you talk about mental health people immediately think about a crazy person no mm-hmm. Somebody who experiences uh, some uh, any kind of trauma has uh, mental health issues.
0: Even stress, prolonged stress. We all have experienced mental issues in one way or another, and we have to be traumatized. Exactly. Yeah. You
1: don't have to be crazy to have mental issues.
0: Yes. Stress. Anxiety. Burnout, tired, fatigue, all those are mental health challenges because our mind cannot take it anymore. And the thing is, we take care of our heart, our kidneys, our legs and arms and everything is with the body, but we just keep one part, the brain.
1: The brain, yes.
0: And it is important. We only take care of the brain when we have tumors or something, but the brain controls our mind and everything. We need to take care of our brain and sometimes just sleep. Sometimes just it's right. Just get out and move. Just take time for yourself. That's Yeah. some people pain. just,
1: some people take action only when the brain is fed up and start affecting your nervous system and your body starts aching and then they realize, yes. oh, there's something wrong.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So what would you say to a person who thinks that it's okay, everything is fine? What are the signs that we should look for to know that we have to take care of the mental part
1: sleeplessness tired you're you're angry all the time stress muscle aches gaining weight
0: mm-hmm. losing
1: weight rapidly those yeah. are all body signs telling you something is wrong
0: yes because the body keeps the score of trauma yes
1: listen to your body it, yeah. it really tells you something is wrong
0: So listen to your body. Sometimes
1: we don't want to listen to the body, we we try to listen to people and we search (laughs) for people telling us what we want to hear.
0: Yes, yes. That that is true and powerful. We search for people to tell us what we want to hear when we have our body telling us the truth.
1: Even though we got people telling us that something is wrong, we go so far to tell they are crazy (laughs) instead (laughs) of looking...
0: (laughs) It's easier. It's easier doing it like that. I mean, yeah. take responsibility and accept that we have a problem that we have to deal. And it's not visible because you know it's mm-hmm. easy to fix a broken arm, but it's a bit challenging to fix a broken mind because you cannot feel mm-hmm. it, see it. You don't yeah. know how to explain when people ask you how are you. you say, uh, well, I'm not well. Why? Uh, but, but, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, so, exactly.
0: But it's totally doable. There's no
1: diagnosis for it.
0: Yeah. And it's totally doable. I mean, we can do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the greater inspiration definitely. is definitely if you can do it, we can do it too, right? Yes. Yes. That's, 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 was... that's
1: the mindset. That's the starting point.
0: Yes. And if someone managed to deal with trauma once, that means that it is possible for you too. So for you yes. that you listen, it is possible. Whatever you go through, whatever you feel like, especially now in 2020, when everything is out of control. We record this while we are in lockdown in the Netherlands for the second lockdown. Exactly. Whatever you experience is true. It's your truth. Pay attention and just ask for help. And we can meet you can meet Giorgio in the description below. There are are all the contact information. You can write him. Giorgio, you work with uh, military people, but you are available to the normal people.
1: Of course, of course. The main niche is the military personnel because I'm a veteran, so I mm-hmm. thought those are the, those are the ones I want to tackle first. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's always space for everybody else.
0: Yes, and um, there is also something that I've seen um, in the communities. Them uh, sometimes men relate. I mean, almost all the time, men relate better to men, especially men of color relate better with men of color. Is that right?
1: Yes, yes, that's okay. right
0: so and even people of color relate better we relate different to people so go and find Giorgio he's an amazing guy believe me on that behind the scenes I know that Um, and you can (laughs) find help you can find help you don't have to wait for the long list of therapy you don't have to wait for for things to happen for you go and ask for help and you will get help
1: yes and the best thing this help is the, the the teachings to help yourself
0: Yes. So you don't
1: have to wait for help.
0: Yes. And what else can be more empowering than helping yourself? Exactly. And if you are a parent, uh, when you help yourself, you help your family. You help your children. It starts
1: with yourself. That, that's yes. another thing. Uh, you, hear, you hear a lot of people say, I, I, a family first.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, my
1: family is first. But I am first because if I'm not okay, if I'm not happy, I, I can never project that to my family
2: yes you cannot that's
1: that's also something i realized that yes uh, stop putting everything else first you have to put yourself first it's not egoistic it's just the way it has to be otherwise you're never able to make other people happy or be there for other people if you're not there for yourself
0: you cannot give water from an empty well you just can't you just can't so that was such an amazing conversation Giorgio thank you thank you you have to come back we have a lot of other stuff to talk
1: (laughs) oh yes we have a lot of stuff to
0: discuss (laughs) just go and take care of yourself that's a whole new thing
1: (laughs) exactly it's
0: it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you in life invites podcast and for our listeners thank you for being here thank you for for being part of this and press the share button, share with your friends, especially with those who doesn't listen. With the stubborn ones. <laughs> <laughs> we know those one. Those ones, isn't it, Giorgio?
1: <laughs> yes, we know them. We were them.
0: Yes, and as Georgia said, um, some people hear better from the people inside. So if you have friends in the army, in no matter which country, because army is army, is the same kind of discipline, um, just mm-hmm. share them this episode because you may save their lives. Veterans or in the army, this episode has the potential to save lives. So press the share button and share with your friends. Giorgio, thank you again.
1: Thank you again for having me and uh, having me uh, share my story.
0: You are so welcome. Thank you for sharing your story. It's not an easy story to tell.
1: No, that's not. But sometimes you got to do what you have to do.
0: Yes, and it's totally worth it.
1: Exactly.